Day 11 When we left yesterday, we saw Moses dragging that ragtag band of slaves out of Egypt. And he's now got them out in the desert on their way on an adventure with the Lord. The Lord said he's going to provide them a land, a land of milk and honey, a special land that the Lord has prepared for them. And you know what? They don't have any idea where that land is. Moses doesn't have any idea where that land is. So how are they going to get there? The Lord had that all figured out. The Lord was with them. The Lord went with them in a very peculiar way. During the day, there was this great big cloud that went in front of the Hebrews. And they just followed that cloud wherever it went. And at nighttime, that cloud turned into a pillar of fire. It was just a big tower of fire. Instead of a tower of cloud, it was a tower of fire. And they followed the fire. And whenever the fire would stop, they would stop. Whenever the fire would move, they would follow it. And they followed it right out of Egypt and into the desert. This is where Pharaoh all of a sudden slapped his head and said, What was I thinking? I let my whole workforce go. All my slaves are gone. Who's going to do the work now? You can imagine the Egyptians were pretty mad at him. So they got their war chariots and their war horses and all their soldiers, and they went galloping after the slaves to bring them back. The slaves saw them coming and were terrified. And as the army got closer, they said, Moses, Moses, we're trapped. Look, the army is coming towards us, and in front of us is the Reed Sea. We can't cross the sea. We don't have any boats. We're trapped. We're all going to die. And you know what happened? That pillar of fire that was in front of them that night, leading them towards the sea, went around behind them and stood between them and the oncoming army of Pharaoh. And during the night, the Lord told Moses to stretch out his arm and his staff, which is the rod that he carried, over the water of that sea. And a big wind came up, and it blew the water back and dried up the ground, so that at, in the morning, the Hebrew slaves had a path right through the middle of the sea that was dry. They could walk on it. And man, you know that they ran across that because that pillar of fire was behind them, scaring off the army for right now. But who knows how long that pillar of fire would stay there. They skedaddled across that, that dry land in between the walls of water. Can you imagine what that must have been like? They finally all got to the other side and they climbed up the bank and stood on the cliff and watched as the pillar of fire came across, followed by that big army. And the army got right in the middle of the sea, and the water came and fell, fell on them. And they got stuck in the mud, and they, as the water came, came back, and you know what? The whole army that was chasing them died. They drowned. I guess it seems 
you know, like a tragedy. From the point of view of the Egyptians, it certainly was. But they were chasing the Lord's people, and the Lord had a different plan. The Lord's plan was to save this ragtag bunch of slaves and make a special nation out of them. These were the people God chose to be his own present. They were, in a sense, his gift to himself. He wanted these people to be his special friends. He wanted these people to walk with him, to, to talk with him, just like Adam and Eve used to do back at the beginning of creation, just like Noah used to do before the ark, just like Abraham used to do. God over and over and over has been hungry for people who will just spend time with him. 